Welcome to the Top Nonprofits Podcast, the place where modern nonprofiteers gather to learn from best nonprofit leaders and organizations. Hi, everybody. This is Amy DeVita from Top Nonprofits. And with me today on the phone, I am very excited to, um, to talk to Gail Brandel. And Gail is the president and CEO of PNP Staffing and has some great information to share with us today. Hi, Amy. This is Gail, and I, I'm delighted to be with you, and I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Gail, for, those, for the people out there listening, could you give us a little bit of background about both PNP Staffing Group and the, the salary survey that we're going to be discussing um, a little bit more today? Yes, yes. Um, uh, we just released the 2016-2017 Nonprofit Salaries, Staffing, and Trends Report. Um, this is the, we've been doing this for over 15 years, and this particular report um, came from a survey that we sent out uh, sometime in September of 2016. There were over 1,500 respondents um, from managers all over New York as well as D.C. and Philadelphia, and they answered lists of questions that gave us lots of information regarding trends, but most in particular about salary ranges for over 40 key positions in the nonprofit sector. Um, this is the, the information that we provide is very valuable information to managers in helping them make decisions about hiring and compensation in current competitive marketplaces for top talent. Um, so um, it's a very important report. We also include trends in hiring and priorities for the nonprofit sector and um, Many of our uh, nonprofit managers use this report to evaluate their organization's hiring strategies as well as how to bring talent to their organization. And, and, and I'd like to add also that this particular report is available online for free. I was just, thank you for that segue. I was just going to get to that point. Um, I would be remiss not to to encourage everybody listening to download this report. Um, we have a link here in the post as well, and you can certainly go to. Um, you can also find it at PNP Staffing Group's um, website, and the links will also will will bring those up again at the end. But um, so to get started, that's a it's a really robust study, and my very first question and um, is you know really what findings did you uncover that you think are going to be most important for nonprofits as they prepare for 2017? Well, um, there, there are a lot of different things, but, you know, um, mostly the fact is that the nonprofit sector continues to grow, and many institutions are expanding and are planning to expand over the next decade. Um, so hiring talent for an organization really is a top concern and a top priority. Um, as the marketplace, as the um, talent marketplace shrinks, it becomes even more and more difficult to hire the right, the people that you need for your organization. So, in the coming years, uh, having a strategy and being able to compete in the marketplace for the talent that you need is really critical for an organization's growth. What, what is really important is that the principal challenge for managers going into 2017 is the overriding issue of talent management. Um, in addition, uh, we have found that 
the um, the rise and the dominance of millennials, um, that group of people, and those are the ones that are born between 1980 and 1995 in the workforce, has influenced recruitment and hiring practices as well as policies in the nonprofit sector. Um, many nonprofits are now finding that <clears throat> that they have millennials in leadership positions, and that has really changed some of the organizations in terms of how they are run and, most importantly, what is important to their workforce. Um, so we have found that is a continuing trend. Um, in addition, we have found that there is real importance for an organization to have a brand that continues to be um, one that uh, entices talent to come on board. Um, I think that it is not enough for a nonprofit nowadays to have a strong mission, because many of them do. But they also need to have a workplace that is offering what millennials in particular are looking for. And we have found that what they are looking for is not only compensation that is fair, but also um, the ability to um, to get to be promoted, to um, receive training, to um, kind of develop their career in a way that is uh, very substantial for them. So uh, people in the sector are now looking, the workforce in the sector, employees are looking for not only a good mission, but a way to really have a career that they can develop and grow in in, in any organization they join. Could you give a definition of what a hiring strategy includes? Well, it includes a lot. First of all, it, 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 it means that um, your HR team really sits at the table with you when you're doing your budget so that uh, when you plan, when the executive director plans for the next year or two and they look at their budget, they also include the HR manager because that particular person has a handle on what kind of budget they need in order to bring in the people, in order to run the programs or the services that that organization needs. So it means that everybody sits down and talks about what what is the plan for the coming year and what kind where do you need to hire people um, and how what how do you retain the people that you have already? Um, what kind of uh, increased programs can you bring in in order to keep people that you're afraid that you might lose? So strategy means sitting down and just really planning and taking a look at what your needs are and then making decisions based upon those needs so that you're not caught, you know, with losing somebody key to your organization uh, because you didn't um, do something, you didn't raise their salary um, by a small percentage. You know, the, the really interesting thing is that uh, when when we hear from clients uh, and they tell us that they're looking to fill a position because somebody has left, they usually have lost somebody for a very small amount of money. It's never that anybody asks for uh, a raise that doubles their salary. It's usually for a very small amount. And so we, oh, we always try to put things in perspective and say, you know, if you need, if you need to keep some people on board, you need to budget 
it for them so that they can stay in your organization. So again, just to answer that question quickly, um, a hiring strategy means that you sit down and when you do your budgets for the following year, you plan ahead and you take a look at what your talent needs are. Considering um, the really the overall findings from this, there are so many different points that the survey brings to light. What did you think was most noteworthy? Well, I think there are some significant things to remember. I think that certainly for an organization in the coming years, it is really critical that if they want to attract the people that they need in order to grow, they need to develop a hiring strategy for 2017 and 2018, and it really is essential. Um, those organizations that offer a great place to work and good compensation will attract the best. Um, and so it really is critical that an organization really takes a look at what it is that will attract uh, the kind of um, employee that they're looking for, and that is extremely critical. Excellent. So key I'm hearing from you is really putting together a hiring strategy and not just a hiring strategy for today, but really one that encompasses the needs for 17 and 2018 um, and really defining what's, yeah, what's, what's yeah. going to be attracting people um, in the right. Coming. Yeah, that's that's exactly right, Amy. And the fact is that one of the questions that we asked in this survey is um, we asked employees, how would you rate the current job satisfaction? Um, and the response was that most employees did not, about 23% said that they needed improvement. Um, and um, so uh, really the fact is that um, there is a large portion of employees that just aren't, don't get job satisfaction and are not happy, and those are the employees that are going to be leaving, and um, and and it makes it very difficult to retain people that um, that really are not happy in their job. Um, one of the things, one of the one of the other noteworthy um, uh, pieces of information that we found in this survey is that the expected length of time on a job in the nonprofit sector has really changed dramatically as well. It used to be where um, people would stay in their jobs for a good four, five, six years, ten years, and that that was not unusual. But in today's marketplace, uh, it's clear that most people make a commitment of two to three years to an organization, and after that, they may begin looking to move on or to, you know, to change their careers so that the length, expected length of time for an individual to be on a job has really shrunk from um, to about two or three years. And that's that's been happening over the last two or three years, we found. And this year, um, there were more and more organizational managers who said that they came across that and that they now do not expect new hires to make a commitment of more than three years to their organization. And that is something that is not traditional and is, is has really changed throughout the sector. That's fascinating um, to see the, the shorter amount of time, and that, if I understand, you're, those are the those are the comments made 
from the the people taking the survey. So these are Correct. the this is the talent side, and you're saying that the hiring managers have, over the past few years at least, have started to adapt to that model, recognizing that um, that employee employees are really probably a two to three year kind of cycle. So how does the hiring manager adapt for a an employee that is looking to spend two to three years, even if they don't say it that way? I, I think that um, there there isn't the the way to really keep your to retain your employees is to really make them satisfied as much as possible with the organization. Generally, if an organization is growing, there there tends to be more opportunities for the employees. So that it's important if a, a hiring manager wants to keep a particular employee that they make sure that they help them develop the career their career in the organization that they talk about training, they talk about career development with that person, that they offer that person um, compensation that grows with the job. There are things to do that uh, can really keep some of your talent much longer than two or three years, but the fact is that you have to work at it and that, and you'll have to, as an organization, offer reasons to an employee to stay for that longer period of time, but certainly they do. And I imagine that is even further impacted by the large size of that millennial demographic. I mean, you think it's estimated to be about 80 million, um, 80 million people are, are millennials, and that's larger mm-hmm. that demographic than even baby boomers. So yes. on the one end, mm-hmm. we have this huge demographic of baby boomers who are who have been hitting retirement age, and at the other end of the spectrum, we have this even larger um, group of millennials that are moving in mm-hmm. and filling, hopefully filling up positions. So, um, yes. can, and, and taking on leadership roles, you know, mm-hmm. and starting to manage organizations and starting to lead organizations and, and their expectations are really quite different than baby boomers. And, um, mm-hmm. and they bring, um, you know, certainly they bring a lot of energy and innovation and different ways of thinking to their, to their positions. Um, so that, in in a way, there is a an energy in the nonprofit sector that um, has that hasn't been there for a while, and I think it's because of the cha- the generation change and the the um, you know the stream of new people into the sector. And looking at your report, and again, I encourage everybody who's listening to to download it. Um, there, you've broken out nicely in graphs. What are the top hiring considerations for staff for the the coming year based on this data? And um, it's really interesting. I mean, the top of the list is training and professional development, and then right. we've got yeah, um, and and the lev- the percentages is what's really um, interesting to me because the ability to work from home is now almost that's almost fifty percent of people mm-hmm. really um, yes who, yeah who want that benefit. Um, right. That's interesting. Right. right. But, you know, um, they're also interested in promotions and salary increases. Mm-hmm. 58% said that that was very critical to their, you know, to their career. Um, but you're right, 49% said that they, uh, one of the considerations is the ability to work from home. 
Um, so, yes, that flexibility, that kind of new way of working. Um, however, you know, still, uh, I think it's one of the things that we tell people who read this is they, they cannot forget the fact that salaries are still critical to their ability to hold on to people, that one of the reasons why this particular um, report is very important is because a manager can take a look at this report, look at their budget size, and take a look at how much they should be paying someone for a particular position. If they are below that range, then they are not paying a competitive salary. And if they're not paying mm-hmm. a competitive salary, it would be very, very difficult to bring the right person on board. So it's still, you know, in addition to all the other things that a good hiring strategy brings to the table, you also have to remember, at least managers must remember, that they have to keep compensation levels at least in the marketplace in a very uh, competitive range. For sure. Um, I We were talking about this at a conference yesterday. Before anything else, you have to get your own house in order. And this report is so helpful in doing that because, as you just pointed out, and just one of the great, um, one of the great breakout um, data pieces in the report is the salary ranges um, for um, this New York City area. And based on budget sizes of organizations and then broken out also by positions, um, or I should say it the other way around, it's broken out by position and then further by budget sizes. Budget size, right. Indicating the salaries. Um, So this is a really key piece of data for the folks who are listening and want to make theirs a, a really great nonprofit to work for. So we're healthy, helpful. We're really hoping that I agree. I agree. I think it's a. I think it's an important report, and I think that um, that because it's so available, a lot of the people, a lot of the managers in the sector, and many, many of the organizations that we know use this in order to take to a, um, you know, an HR meeting to discuss salaries and to really see and get a sense of what is what they need to pay in the marketplace. Well. I want to thank you, Gail, so much for your time today and for sharing the report with us. Uh, in closing, um, if you would like to leave everybody um, who's listening with a, a particular, just your best suggestion, your tip for um, for how they can have success in the coming year. Um, well, I think that if you're an organization, as I had mentioned before, it's really important to really um, to develop a hiring strategy for the next couple of years. I think that on the other side of the coin, if you're a candidate and you're looking for work, it's equally as important to develop a strategy, a search strategy, so that you, you know, you do your research, you take a look at what's in the marketplace, where your skill sets are, what is a fair, you know, where you should be in terms of compensation. So I think both sides have to really plan and take a look at what the marketplace is doing. It's much easier to work within the marketplace and let that support you rather than working against it. Um, so I, that's, that's really the key suggestion. Um, and, you know, I know that in P&P Staffing Group, that's what we tell all of our clients and that's really what we tell our candidates as well. 
thank you so much for joining us today. Um, everybody listening, please check out this report. It's really helpful and useful, and it is focused, of course, in the, the New York metropolitan northeast, you know, area. But right. We have a report for Washington, D.C., and we have one yeah. for Philadelphia, one for New York. And if you go to pmpstaffinggroup.com, you'll be able to get one or all the reports for free. Perfect. Great. Thank you so much. And definitely think of PMP Staffing Group. Great. Right. And thank you, Amy. Needs. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks, Gail. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it for today. See you soon. In the meantime, check out all of the other great resources we offer at topnonprofits.com. 